Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven, magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottom city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of Black This week, we bring you the first installment of the final Space Heads ever, our annual mini-series exploring space exploration, planetary science, astronomy, and everything in between. What's up, folks? This is your girl, Kennedy, also known as that Mikey chick, better known as the Storm Tribble. And as always, I am joined on the interwebs by... Will it stop? Nobody knows. I don't control the clicker. Where does it stop? Nobody knows. I don't control the clicker. Brought to you by these good folks. Somebody jump in. Introduce yourself. There we go. The final girl exploring the final frontier and Captain Kennedy, we are ready for takeoff. Hell yeah. What's up? Horror (laughs) triple. And we've got this guy. What it do, y'all? Your mama's favorite nephew, cousin muscles. Bout to get ready to take off into space, the Super Saiyan Triple. Much love, ladies and gentlemen. And we've got this guy. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Dark Jokers in Triple, coming from the present, in the past, in the future, to make sure that you're all safe and at home. It's heavy. And great. And last but certainly not least, we have Big Daddy Fat. Oh, my bad. There's another one. And we got this guy. <laughs> 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 Listen, everybody stand back. I'm trying to get cool like Lennon, rep my man's hat. Everybody hands clap. We about to throw a party in your face. Black Tribbles repping in space. Your man, our son, the voice of reason, a.k.a. the Super Tribble, the Ran of Steel, the comic book Jedi, that dude that blows smoke into the vents so, so, so my cousin can get high upstairs. <laughs> Appreciate you. And last but not you. least, uh, your other favorite space dad, we have... Hey there, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty really baby. Pretty really baby right here over the space heads. Talking about space scientific and stars and stuff. Getting it on with my favorite little black travels. How y'all doing? 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 Good Lord. Who let him in here? <laughs> that is oh. not the, this is not the le- This is not the joy you were asking for. Um, as oh, always, folks, uh, you, you can hit us up. Uh, here in the comments, uh, shout out to those of you watching on Facebook Live and on the YouTubes. Uh, fire up in comments. We are more than happy to hear from you today. And uh, we have some really cool stuff lined up for you. 
Um, big thing in the news as far as, well, actually, before we even get to that, let me give you proper introduction if you are unfamiliar with Spaceheads so far, somehow. Um, Spaceheads is our annual, as I said, exploration into what's going on above us. So whether that's uh, planetary exploration, whether that's space exploration or astronomy and, and all the sciences, the people that make all this stuff happen, we take a, a moment in December to reflect, just a little mini series, just a little taste to give you an idea of what's going on off world because we could use the distraction. And uh, almost getting off world, bit of news today, yesterday, there was supposed to be a launch from Florida. Was it in Florida? There was supposed to be a launch. SpaceX was supposed was launching a, um, a new propulsion system. It was supposed to be an opportunity to test both the launching and landing capabilities of a new spacecraft called the Starship. How imaginative. And, um, well, the old girl got off the ground okay. Right, successful launch, a-okay, five by five, and she almost landed all right, but uh, she tripped. You know, stuff kind of blew up there. She didn't land. She got. It was like one of those pew. Okay, we're landing. It's like when you, it's like when you you're you're climbing the steps, and you miss that last step. And you mm -hmm. fall the rest of the way down. That's that's what happened yesterday. Um, but like all things in science, you know, we we do not learn from our mistakes unless mistakes happen. So everyone involved considered that a bit of a more of a more of a stepping stone than a loss, so to speak. Um, your boy Elon Musk was particularly thrilled about it, talking about some Mars. Here we come, and I wanted to be like, hold air, <laughs> hold air. <laughs> Mars, Mars ain't that way. Mars is up. <laughs> First of all, Mars is the wrong direction. One, two. Let's uh, make sure this shit don't happen no more before we start looking at other planets. A eh, guy. Yeah, they got They got to get it right. They got to get it right. But you know, that's why you, you know you got SpaceX. They're not quite. You know. You know. And, and that's what happened. That's what happened. But it's, sometimes it's like your ex because you know when you have an ex. You know, they always trying to like, you know, look all good and get back in their heels, but then they forgot how to walk in their heels and then up oh, they take an L. So that's exactly what that was. They took an L in the heels, they didn't know how to walk in the walk in the heels. And we got another one of them troubles. We got another one of them troubles. Oh snap, look who it is. I may not come when you call, but I'm always on time. You already know who it is. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Thursday. No, in the building. Where else Put the Aaron Gager jacket on. Yo, what's, what's going on? Hey, yo, Mac, yeah, we, just, uh, we just went over the one bit of news that was applicable for today's show. Uh, I don't know if you heard. You keep up on these kind of things. There was a SpaceX launch yesterday. Um, the testing door blew up on landing. Like, yeah. wow. <laughs> oh, blue <laughs> Right? Dog. Talk about rough draft. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. My scroll game be heavy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Woo! Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, salty Truth Corey Floyd says X gonna give it to you. That's it. It depends on what the it is, though. That's the part we need to be concerned about. He said it's still better than what Space Force would have been. <laughs> Yo, that joint is still popping. Listen, yeah, they announced like two space force bases somewhere. Yeah. On, 
On the we're, we're, hold on, hold on, time out, time out. We're going to talk about Space Force and the recent development that was just leaked this week. Next week, because it ties into the topic then, okay? Oh, no. So, okay. so, so put, put, put a pin in that. I knew, I knew Master Triple was going to be the one to uh to bring yeah, we ain't even up. got started yet and i'm trying to get there yeah I'm so we already uh went to that um but yeah th- but this is part of science right the only way we can move forward is if we take a couple steps sometimes you stumble the most important part is getting up because at the end of the day yeah, yeah. spacex has been the one responsible for putting americans back in space from American soil. We're gonna double back to that in a second. Uh, for those of you who've watched previous space heads, cause you're well-learned tribbles out here, intergalactic learned tribbles, uh, you already know that Americans have not been launching from America since 2011. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, 2011 was the last uh, space shuttle flight. It was STS-135, also known as the 135th and final mission of the American Space Shuttle Program that launched uh, July 8th, 2011. So we were new triples when that happened. Um, That's right. We were we were brand new all those many moons ago. So it's been about 10 years since Americans have been launched from American soil. Up until now, they have been launched from Russia, the USSR. So former Soviet Union, Russia has an amazing space program because their Soyuz rockets work 30 plus years later. Um, and it's because of the good folks over at SpaceX and their ingenuity and their creation or creativity, I should say, that we are able finally to launch from American soil. Up until a month ago, SpaceX had been launching goods, you know, equipment, uh, toilet paper, you know, freeze-dried ice cream packs that they love up there. Um, and really just, just handing it, making sure that the the, the crew on the space station was staffed. Um, right. And, and, and uh, not, not staffed, but uh, supplied, more, more or less. And all the repairs that have to be done over the years. So up until, up until November 15th, specifically, all of SpaceX's launches have been equipment. Um, but yesterday's explosion, notwithstanding, (laughs) (laughs) um, on November 11th, the SpaceX Dragon Resilience launched and that brought Expedition 54, excuse me, Expedition 64 to the International Space Station. Now, we've been talking about the space station quite a bit in Space Heads. I'm sure you all recall, right? You all have any questions, concerns, comments about the space station? What goes on up there? No, I don't, I don't, no, because no, it's the space station is where people go and they they in station in space. <laughs> yes. They, they be there. It's very, very, very stationary. In previous years, we've seen great uh, expeditions like uh, Commander Scott Kelly, who was in space for almost a year, like 362 mm. days or something like that. Uh, they are he the brother that shrunk. He, he shrunk yeah. while he was in space. Yeah, yeah. Most, most astronauts tend to shrink in space um, because mm. gravity. 
right? There, there's no gravity up there. So they remain the same height, the dimensions remain the same while they're in orbit. But when they get back to Earth, because of the amount of time, they tend to shrink. Um, one of the best things about Commander Scott Cully, the, the humans in space experiment, as it's called, uh, is because he has an identical twin brother here on, on Earth as well. So they were able to directly compare and contrast their genetic material. Um, little, shit. Like, oh, I'm totally you now. Yeah, it's older. <laughs> right, that's right. Because when you travel in space, you age differently. The orbit's different. So your revolutions around the sun are a little different. I mean, he's only like a couple minutes older, more so than usual, because they was twins anyhow. But um, anyway, my point is they receive so much data from that study that they're still compiling it a year and some change after the fact. Um, they had to create whole new servers. What's going on? Okay. Well, I, all right, yo, yo I, I gotta keep, I gotta keep matching triple muted because they got like a, ain't nothing stationary over at 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 Max Station. Max Station is a lot of things in orbit. That station's active. It's like DS9 over there. Yeah, but wait, it's like season four DS9 over there. Not the early DS9. When, when nothing yeah, we're not like early space one. We're not mm. moon base one. That we nah. advance. No, nah, yeah. no. Nah, the promenade is popping over at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at um, New Bermuda. Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep my curious face. So the ISS is great because it not only gives astronauts a place to go, Right, as opposed sometimes to you want to go where everybody, everybody knows, knows your name. name. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. I said it, I just didn't unmute. <laughs> <laughs> um, not only does it give astronauts a place to go, but it also provides an opportunity, an ideal opportunity for micro or zero gravity experiments. Which you might think, mm. why do we need that? Well, um we are running into a bit of a resource shortage here on this planet. So it might help to be able to grow things like plants <laughs> and other forms of sustenance in, you know, zero gravity, should we become a space bound uh, civilization, but also um, as everything in space experiment wise, it gives us uh, an opportunity to, to take a, a closer look at things that our present environment prevents us from being able to do. So if you have experiments going on in the lab right now that are completely subject to gravity and you know an, an atmosphere like ours, doing the same experiment, experiment in space um, gives us an opportunity to really see the fully realized product there. Um, of course, we all know some of the best things that have come from space travel, uh, Velcro, the ballpoint pen, mm -hmm. Um, memory foam pillows and mattresses. A uh, right. Tang. Tang. Tang is not a good thing. Tang. <laughs> Hold on, but wait, wait, wait. Tang kind of. No. <laughs> tang. The tang was never big. Orange drink. That's not. That's not good for a healthy body. No, exactly, exactly. exactly. No. Drink, so I think you it. you're confusing good for and good. Remember, remember how we said sometimes you have to stumble before you can run, right? Tang gave way to cool stuff like iced tea mix, Kool Aid, which Negroes love. Um, 
and all types of powdered drink mixes. Wait a minute. You want to tell me Tang? Tang Yes. We can Google that shit right now, bro. I don't care. Tang, the originator. Really? No, I don't believe that. God, dude. Tang is the god. Tang is the god. Tang is the grandfather, that's all. Just the grandfather. Yeah. Oh wow! I love, how I, a, I love how I did a Google search for Tang, and the corporate the corporate capitalist shit that is Google gives me Target. I did not ask for Target. Not <laughs> where is Tang? I ain't say where is Tang. I ain't say I'm looking for Tang. Google, goddamn it! I want the science. Tang was first marketed publicly in 1959. Kool Aid was 1927. Yeah, I'm about to say. Wait, what? Thank you, thank you, Commander Gabe. Thank you, Commander Gabe. No, that's Commander Google did that. Commander <laughs> Google. Google with the assist. Hey, Len, you ain't had to take that much pleasure in me being wrong, all right? Yeah, Pull that out, uh, pretty willy. I wasn't, I wasn't pleasure. Cool, cool, it was pleasure. Cool. Dude, you literally applauded, bro. <laughs> like, everybody saw it. Right, you ain't had to stand up like that, Lynn. Like, I every <laughs> moment, you ain't had to like stand up. And I ain't had to put, I had to put Gabe on on solo. Like, there you go, Gabe. <laughs> right, Google actually, that wasn't me. All I did was read it. It was Google. You know, quick, she was like a quarterback. Like, no, I gotta thank my team. It was my receivers. It was everybody else that I gotta thank. You know, I put the ball up. I got some opportunities. But, you know what I mean? You got to quickly put it on a teammate. You know what I mean? She's she, she, she a good one right there. She a good one. Let me be clear. I don't care that Gabe was highlighted. Please correct me if I'm wrong. You just didn't have to be so damn hype. You didn't have to be so damn hype. Yes. Yes. you. Yes. Like, I can be wrong. You ain't got to like it. That's all. Right? What's wrong with Shut you? Shut up, Isaiah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Power hungry. Anyway, great things come from <laughs> the ingenuity required to operate in space. Um, I, hydro- there, I can't hear you from the corner. What, what, what was that? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you ain't gotta look like you in the corner though. Like that's your fault. <laughs> <It's so laughs> That's a that's some salty grits right there, boy. You see how his lip was like on his belt. <laughs> that's because that's 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 because don't look like he curved you. Like don't put your put your put your, top, put your lip away. Stop. <laughs> you got your lip, bro. You got it. You got this. You got your lip. Wow. Got it. Put that jaw in there real quick. You good? You good? That's how it feels like, though. For those of you watching, if you don't, if it might seem funny on your end when Len bangs on one of us like that, but it's not, it's not, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. It hurts. It motherfucker, I'm 28. Like, the fuck? Shit. So, you still used to being on punishment. <laughs> so, you know, it, it is what it is. You like a year out, bro. So, you know what I mean? And you've been on quarantine, so you spent this whole year in the house anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, it definitely stings, though. It gets you. It gets you right here. One would almost say it's tangy. 
Oh. Hey, you like that? Oh. You like it? Whatever. People love it. So my point is, <laughs> great things have come from the necessities of space exploration. Hydroponics being another one. Uh, not only being able to grow vegetables. Yeah, in, I feel uh, that hydro. I'm all about that. Yes. See, I knew. I knew. I knew somebody. I got you, baby. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with the draw. What else are we talking about? Yo, between <laughs> Yo, between between Lens rebound <laughs> skills and and Eric's dunking skills, we got an NBA team right here. <laughs> easy. easy, 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 easy. Um, so yeah, the ISS is a big effing deal, guys. Uh, she is a, a big girl at this point, 357 feet. In length, weighing a whopping 925,300 pounds. Uh, she is up there on purpose and to stay, God willing. You know, hopefully nothing terrible happens. <laughs> Knocking on wood because I don't want to. I mean, nothing else aside from a launch not quite <clears throat> landing on her feet. <laughs> right, right. That, if that'd I be may. Terrible. If I sure. may, speaking of, of terrible things happening, rest in peace to the uh, Arecibo Telescope in Puerto Rico. Mm, yeah. Yo, that made me real sad. I'm like, wait, but we can't see no like nothing now? Because it was the second biggest, right? Second biggest in yeah. the world. Mm -hmm. and, and we just stopped building that kind of stuff, so now we just like, ain't nobody trying to look at space no more. It's the funding. Like, Apparently, we can allot billions of dollars for our military, but can't put any money towards our scientific development. You know, NASA takes up 0.05% of our national budget. That's less than a penny for every dollar spent by this government. You would think they could put a couple shekels aside for this, uh, for this telescope. Um, apparently, it had gone into disarray for quite some time. Like it had yeah, been wasn't a couple it like years. Being held up by like barbed wire and stuff like that. It, it, it well, had been the first joint collapsed, I think, in August because of, they were having such terrible weather this year. Like this year was 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 extra special hard mm -hmm. uh, on Puerto Rico, and so the first I think the first of the cables went came down in August, and they just couldn't get to it to fix it. Like it was like hey, I don't know what to tell you, bro. We can't get over there. And then the second one came down, and the whole John just went, and they were like, "Yeah, like they yeah. knew it was going to sound. They knew it was going to come down. They just didn't know when, but they knew yeah. they was waiting for it." They, mm. The reason why we even caught it, the footage that we caught, was because they had uh, drones set up on the wires that were starting to degrade, oh, yeah. like the, the two or so that were left. So they wanted mm. to monitor it and be able to at least predict, hey, when to clear the area, or or you know whatever the case may be. And that's why we were able to get such great footage of. Like you, you hear cables like that snap in TV and movies, and it has that really weird, like liquid metallic sound when those kind of things snap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, seeing it happen, completely different ball of wax, man. That whole thing crumbled, and it's a shame. Um, moral of the story: Let's fund science, not bombs. But probably preaching to the choir here. Um, but yeah, Expedition sixty four is currently residing on the space station presently. Aliens are... Lance, Lance Cram says, aliens are sending us smoke signals right now. We can't see it. They think we're leaving them on red. <laughs> <laughs> no, aliens are sending us... 
they ain't sending us nothing. They're like, are they still are they still using fossil fuels? Oh no. <laughs> Why do you think the Vulcans like, haven't come to the sixty years ago? Save the hollow drive. They said they was watching us like a bad reality show. Mm-hmm. You know it. You know somewhere a gray is posted up with some popcorn, like oh look, 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 look. here they go, here they go, here they go, look, look, look. Uh, Humans, man, they crazy. Watching the whole planet looking like Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> they hate each other because of color. <laughs> Right, they over, yo, they still bickering over skin tone. You believe this? Right, that's wild. And the blood, that's like, wild. matters, you know, bro. They got like a hundred languages, dude. Like what? A hundred different languages? Really? Look, 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 look. They don't got one government for the whole planet. <laughs> <laughs> look at these like, raggedy, these little raggedy half primates. Walking around upright but still draggling knuckles. This is wild. <laughs> they got these little lines on paper and they act like they're really there. So when you go across mm-hmm. a line, you in a whole different man. Yo, peep this though. They still using currency. They even using digital currency. So the imaginary imagination is even more imaginary now. They ain't coming down here. <laughs> They're like, look at this, nah, look at this weird. raggedy ass planet. Killing like these people. Mm-mm, no, thank you. Like so, speaking of experiments in uh on that was a terrible segue, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh speaking of expedition 64. Why do I keep calling it 54? That's wild. Expedition 64 is currently. Uh, stationed on the ISS, and that crew consists of Kate Rubens, Victor Glover, Soichi Noguchi, Sergei Rishnikov, Michael Hopkins, Shannon Walker, and Sergei Kutshershikov. All of these fine feathered people. Why um, do they, they look like they stepped out of like uh, Best Buy? I was going to say State Farm. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, they got State Farm. Good. Good. Target State Farm here. Okay. Yeah, I definitely wore that, that, that whole outfit when I worked at, when I worked at uh, at Target. I was definitely wearing that outfit, the exact same outfit. <laughs> Guys, this is business casual. <laughs> oh, right. oh, right. it was it's casual on Friday, Friday on the space station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uniform. It's God. business, and plus, what makes you think they dress like this all the time? You don't think no, this is just for chill. photos? Dude, that's for the photos. I wouldn't put it past them if they dressed like that the entire time. They probably got their pants on the entire time because they're they're yeah. functional. All the pockets all right, they need fair. all the pockets. True, true. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that you really need to tuck what in your pockets for in space. You don't carry nothing. I think um, you would need to tuck it in because then the shirt's gonna get all over the place. Yeah, zero gravity. They need to keep pockets so that they can store their tools that they're not using at the time or anything that they don't have enough hands for. They can't set it down on a table. It's gonna float away and run the risk of you know smacking into other equipment and as far as their shirts tucked in they gotta tuck their shirts in otherwise it rises yeah but you know them two dudes in the middle maybe battling, maybe battling mr buffy and like, you know, i dig i dig My, i got stretch marks too yeah they just got the the size below them yeah right <laughs> with your space mediums 
Listen. Come on, bro. Again, we got to think about aerodynamics up here. Baggy clothes. Okay, I see that. Okay, I'm with you there. Of getting snagged on something. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. All right. Or maybe the clothes are smooth surface. Or maybe they're pre-shrunk because they're going to lose mass while they're in space. So it will fit them when they leave the space station. No, don't put them in my a children's space meeting. I need all my 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 space inside <laughs> my attire. Size little dipper. They asked them, <laughs> "What was your size when you were 16? And that's what they sent them up. With. You don't lose that that's much. Wow. <laughs> it's not say. like Isaiah turns into me. You don't <laughs> lose that. <laughs> Leave it, leave it to Negroes to roast astronauts. <laughs> no, we not Be- roasting. Yo, you came at the color my man was wearing. You came at his pants. You came at the fit. It is Target <laughs> Red. That is the whole thing. That is that is business casual Friday. It is. I wore but that you were right day. about tucking it in, and yep. I do see everybody got extra pockets on the pants. You're right. Yep. I want Velcro though. Give me some Velcro. Word. I guarantee those, you. Velcro. You know those pants got Velcro, and okay. I imagine yeah. it's infinitely easier to go to the bathroom and then your Target getup than it is for the Russian Jones in the back with the jumpsuit. That. That's. You talking about Sergey, Sergey, and Sergey, right? Yeah. How do you go to the bathroom in space? Do they have like a hose or is the yes. vacuum tube a box? Yes, you go into the lavatory and there's a hose that you attach to your yeah, your bits and it sucks out whatever it is that you need sucked out. Damn, that's a great thing. Is, like is there a napkin we could put on that? Is there like a toilet cover for that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the toilet cushion? I don't know how you... You're not, you're not sitting. You're not huh? sitting on anything. No, we said like a tube or something, right? Like a... Vatimation. Yeah, you know how because, you, you are in the medical field. Option, I you, imagine, right? You know, right? You know how different uh, tools that, like, like a thermometer that you put in your mouth. There's a thing that you put on it, and you throw it away when it's done with that individual. You put another yeah, a little case cover, on it. Yeah, a little, a little, yeah. A little cozy. It's comparable. Okay, cool. cool. I, I just wanted to make sure it was a cozy for the P two. Oh yeah, I'd imagine. As long as NASA got money for that, NASA good. I just want to make sure they got NASA ain't got money. As long as our our boys got that, they're all right. Listen, imagine the malfunctions. Mm, Shame. NASA ain't got money for shit right now. That's why we've been launching from Russia and why SpaceX has put us up there this time. NASA ain't got money. You know, trying to be the future. Right. Exactly. There we go. Elon Musk, aka Lex Luthor. Is launching people into space now. That's all that is. That, this is your this is your space, John. Here, <laughs> yeah, they gotta make sure that works. That thing, so, so the dollars go below and then the tubes go through the gray. Well, if you could see a crimson against the wall, that little cup thingy, that's where the men pee. Um, this the one closer to us in the foreground, that's where the women pee. And if you had to go number two, you sit on the john, and that that white piece coming out straps you to it, so you don't float away. Oh, right, right. I see they got the seat, so you can stay down. Yeah, I don't. like that. Because one good thrust, and you be up on the ceiling. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. They be thinking of everything. Cool. I'm glad to see they already got that. That way, I don't got to invent it. That's cool. I like that. That's like one of the most common asked questions of astronauts. How do y'all go to the bathroom up there? I've, I've never, <laughs> I've never thought of it before. And we've yeah. done this a lot of years. 
Mm-hmm. That has not come up yet. So <laughs> okay. I love the way you break new ground. I mean, I don't I, know how I we honestly, got here, but I, here. I honestly thought it was common knowledge, bro. Like I, I thought you knew. I thought you knew. <laughs> no, I didn't even know it was two different tools, but it makes sense if they got a different shape. Yeah. Like, all right, back. How we turn wow. the vacuum on? How we turn the vacuum up? <laughs> I don't need you to turn nothing up, bro. Just I, I, mean, I, I need a light. Yeah. I need a. I, need I was, a light imagine suction. sometimes if you're a little constipated, maybe you need a little. I need. I need a light suction on my bits. Thanks. If, if if it's mechanical, I need you. I need that in like a, a one one setting. I mean, <laughs> I, I imagine that, it's mechanical. <laughs> what are our options if it's not mechanical? Yeah, Mm-mm. it's a hand pump. Someone in the back. <laughs> 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 I just hope uh, no. Yo, you know what I'm thinking of? All right, so I'm about to tell my age. Some people will feel me, some people won't. You remember the kerosene pumps, like a kerosene heater? And you would have the pump that you would uh, fill up your heater with? Nobody remembers those? All right. Maybe it was just my dad that had kerosene heaters. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but it's just like a siphon you would use to get somebody's gas out, you know, if you didn't uh, do it. Or, I remember that. Yeah, with like a, just a little pump that would, mm-hmm. yeah, those strong. Uh, okay, but never mind. Nobody can relate. Could you Could you imagine, though, like having to go to the John and it not being vacuumed and you have to be like, hey, oops, hey, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Or you have to have like, you have to have a bathroom, buddy, for someone just to be in the back cranking. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, you know there's a designated bathroom buddy in that in that regard. Like like the low man, like rock, paper, scissors. Oh damn. So like like yeah, that's not the okay. job. That, that's not for mission commander. The- that's not for the second in command. That's not even for <laughs> mission commander. One, two, or three. That's the engineer. <laughs> All right, but my question is, is it handled internally or who did they get to find out? The suction pressure that would be adequate in space, but not aggressive, to help you with your, you know, number two and zero G. Well, fifty plus years of research probably gave them a lot of trial and error. But also, as Lance Graham pointed out, uh, they recently did a, a contest for toilet design. <laughs> so apparently, they've been upgrades, and oh, uh, twenty thousand dollars went to the person who who got it together. Yeah. So maybe maybe the suction was a little too much. Maybe it wasn't. And now enough. you tell me, man. I got the toilet designs up the wall. <laughs> I got like thirty of them upstairs. I'd be upstairs thinking the toilets on time. Now you tell me. I got to find out about this. Let me see who I submit to. I need that email address. Wow. <laughs> I got all kinds of toilet designs. What they like? Victorian, middle century, medieval, torture. I got all kinds of toilets. You just said torture. Whatever you're into, I, don't want to I got toilet design. Yeah, I'm gonna see the schematics. Word. I'm done. If you want to evacuate, Master Triple has got the in zero G. Like it's not just you know toilet design. Zero G toilet design. Am I too loud? All right. Not even down here. Where are you at? Kitchen. Okay, so go in the kitchen. Are you helping mommy make dinner? I'll be quiet. Thank you. Go get the boogeyman. Baby guy, ladies and gentlemen. Huh. She rolled up on you was like... She just turned five Tuesday. So. 
Oh my God. Oh, wow. It seems like just yesterday she was at WHYY. Yeah. Right. New baby smell. I'm not fixated on this toilet action figure expert. This your boy. This your man's. This this one. It was a this question. one. This it one. It was a question. God, somebody had to research that. Because, like, all right, we can't just let it go because it'll come out and it'll force down. But we got to make sure it gets sucked. Apparently, so we, we can't let it go. How much suction is adequate? How much is cool? What is aggressive? What is too much? What was like, oh, oh my. What was like, mm, that was nice. Like, there's a difference. There's a line. And somebody did the research that found that. I just, I'm just curious who. Somebody was like, 20 grand? I can, I, I'll take that. And somebody was like, I'll think of it. All right, thank We're you. going to be loud, Sweet Pea. It's a show. Go do your homework or something. What she said? Uh, I don't know something. That sounded like an f bomb. <laughs> it, 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 it did. It did. Am I gonna have to get my auntie back? Uh uh-uh, uh, no, ma'am. <laughs> this is adult no, time. No, it's grown folk business. I don't, oh, all right. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't listening though. <laughs> He's tired. He just blank out like, yeah, 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 you're talking. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That's the youngest. Mm-hmm. Like, right, thank you. Go. Bye. Thank Sage you. couldn't get on the way with that. The babies always get away with that. Yo, anyway. she's something different than Sage. Like, she's, Sage was, like, cool. Like, she's not Sage. You know what I mean? Like, she's oh, she is different. <laughs> the second one, though, like, you could say she take after me. But, like, I don't know why you would classify it as far as, like, an individual. I'm talking what? No. Still, you know what I mean? Like, even off screen, she'd be like, the guy know I'm here, though. Uh, I wonder where so, she gets that from. I can't imagine. No clue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just quiet. I'm reserved. It's I'm almost as if she already know, though. <laughs> <laughs> You already know who it is. Right. You're not, I know who I am. I know who you be. I know. Like, yo, like, don't pull out a camera. Dog. Like, she'll just go. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I'm telling you, she bad. She bad. So there's a wide array of biology experiments going on in the space station right now um, to try and prevent New Bermuda because we can't have too much more of that. Um, <laughs> oh, I got sequels planned. Oh. <laughs> For right. Um, space biology experiments, including cardiovascular research done by astronaut Kate Rubens. Um, we've got some musculoskeletal um, research going on um, via mice. They set up mice. Mice got their own trip to the space station so they can conduct these experiments. They did not go up with the peoples. They came up a couple missions ago and it just what? been chilling. Yeah. Huh. They get to get trapped in like in little chairs. I don't know how they got them up there. But are, are they trying to test mammal propagation in space yet? No, they're 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 looking at musculoskeletal degeneration and what can happen and how to prevent muscles from atrophying in space. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Well, you work out. We already know that. You give them a wheel and they run. Yeah, but remember, you're in zero gravity. You don't have the friction 
that you ordinarily yeah, would be not, able to utilize to lift anything. Yeah, you're not pushing against anything. So and, and pushing against something propels you. So if I'm if you're just sitting there where you're sitting right now, Eric, right? And you're doing and you're holding on to a free weight, you pulling that curl in is going to propel you backwards <laughs> until you reach something that will stop you. Yep. So unless you've strapped yourself in, there's really no way to, to work out in the way that we would do it. They've got treadmills and stuff, but they got to strap them to the treadmills. Right, right, right. Because you strap them to everything. Like, that's, that's how we do everything. We got to strap them to it. So yeah. you strap them to the treadmills. They can work out. So you can do more cardio stuff. You can't do as much weight stuff because... Right, but also think about it. That's what ties into the cardiovascular experiments as well. Your heart is accustomed to pumping on a planet that has gravity. If you're suddenly in an environment where there's no gravity, liquid and the density that, well, the density of liquid doesn't change, but the way it's able to move, its mobility shifts considerably. Well, do they have a way to create artificial gravity? Yeah. Bro. You got, you, got, you, you, you got artificial gravity money? Yo, I was just asking. Hey, look, I was just asking. My man. I, I, love, I love the fact that your brain went there because that makes the most sense, right? Oh, well, the human body comes up against all these obstacles when existing in zero Gs or microgravity. Why don't we just introduce gravity? Ain't nobody got no money for that. And, and you're thinking of a, a fictional space station, Eric, that has a spinning drum to um simulate gravity right. you're thinking of oh uh, that's not that? fictional Man, that's like real that can work that can work we but don't have nothing that do that we like just got finished building it yeah but that took like 20 years and we did it in sections you know the easy way we got a toilet that can suck from your your you know evacuate you at you know different speeds and temperatures right. you know what i'm saying but we can't we don't have a button that you can press that can you know forces of hey, the universe no we can't no. make gravity nasa has 0. 0.05 of the national budget for every penny for every dollar that is spent on this AR-15 or this barracks in Dubai or these boots or this or this that, less than a penny goes to NASA. That's why we don't have artificial. Well, they already shopping at Foreman Mills, so they can they got they got budget left, money left over. And they definitely have them going down. I don't know the hand-me-down gravity is a good idea. Hey, hey, what yeah. are you doing? Give me that shirt back. Uh, uh-uh, I can't take home. That's not even a souvenir. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Plus, how yeah. do you launder shirts up there? It's not exactly like they got laundry facilities. They're they're packed with everything. Dry clean, dry clean them, right? Do you know how much? I don't know <laughs> what dry cleaning is. Bro. I don't know, you don't know how involved. much how much space, time, and resources are required to operate a dry cleaners. Then you can buy no, a dry cleaning, dry cleaning pouch that you can just exactly. This wait, 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 wait. Okay, we're not talking about commercial dry cleaning, yeah. right? <laughs> we're talking about NASA cleaning clothes in space dryly. Okay, so if we have dry ice cream, right, dehydrated food, right, 
food, you could drip it, boom, then it turned into a whole turkey dinner with stuffing and, and everything else, right? If we have dehydrated food, we I'm sure we have. They got like a sonic shower. I don't know what they call it. They, they don't. I, they just Star use Trek. regular water. <laughs> I don't know how, how they, they, they do there. use regular water, and then they just don't let it like, and they just use the foam. I don't know how they rinse off. Stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's foamy, and I think it's more like baby wipes. Another vacuum for the for the shower point. water. I don't know how they shower up there. I thought for I, from what video a bird bath. Yeah, I thought from the video I, I forget where I seen that astronaut was showing like how water like on a towel works for them, like how they wash up. I asked him to take a shower. No, he was showing how they wash up, like how they use water. And but so it was on beginning. Earth and it wasn't in space. Like, how did you see that? It they it was an astronaut. He was in space. He was showing how it worked, how they did it. Oh, you weren't outside somebody's window watching a show. No. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Just for your reputation. Just for your Google search, bro. Not, you know. No, I took my, no this is what happened. I took my own okay. rocket. My own personal <laughs> rocket. I'm back. You know, I had. I was like, I had some free time. Went up to space. I was like, let me see how these people be washing up. So I knocked on the window. I was like, let me see you wash up there. <laughs> <laughs> What? All right. Answer all my questions. I'm going back home. Y'all so keep it real up here. Get your ass back home. I know, I know several people. I know several people Santa Clean need to go visit. <laughs> several people. And a whole a whole swath of them don't wash their legs. So I would appreciate I mean, you hollering at certain groups of folks and letting them know. <laughs> How to how to do that? I was on my transport ship. You know, I was transporting some stuff up there. I was like, "Yo, I got y'all's deodorant here." Oh, and I'm just curious how y'all wash up up here. I just, you know, just want come on, quiet, quiet. Might as well know. Just one. Commander Google got the answers. Right. That probably would have been easier. But that's where that experiment is headed. Just so you know, that's why they want to know how the blood pumps. Because that's how you get an erection. The blood pumps the blood into the. So yeah, so that's where it's going to. Like, hey, can we do it in space? I, I think right. that's where they're so, going to. So on I Google, think you need to have a colonizing because that's nece- that's necessary. That's part of it. We got to okay, make it. more people to Word. live here after we die. Commander no. Gabe has the answer. Uh, also, no, sorry. He's like, no, it was Google. <laughs> no, my Google. <laughs> my Google has that. Hey, Google. Siri was talking to Google and they communicated with Alexa. Wait, Kennedy, come back. Don't leave. <laughs> I need to hear. Kennedy came up. <laughs> Don't go to SpaceX. Don't you, ride the next one. Type, how do astronauts? The first shower. thing is poop, and the second <laughs> thing is shower Yuck. and it says astronauts do not shower but rather use liquid soap water and rinseless shampoo yep. they squeeze liquid soap and water from pouches onto their skin then they use rinseless soap with a little water to clean their hair an airflow system nearby quickly evaporates excess water yep mm. okay see this is why gabe is this my is xo <laughs> <laughs> this is why gabe is xo Thing. This is why. <laughs> That's this right That's here. Smart. That's a right choice. Yeah, you smart. Ooh. All my stuff just froze up and all caught up. 
All of it. I mean, we, we were all we stuck. Like, what, what else they do over there? So, <laughs> we, was, we was all stuck. Anyway, y'all got me derailed. They're doing all types of experiments up here on the ISS. Um, one of them dealing with, uh, as I said, cardiovascular research, musculoskeletal research. Um, apparently, flight engineers Shannon Walker, Victor Glover, and Michael Hopkins removed several dozen rodents. Several dozen rodents from the cargo dragon vehicle and placed them inside the U.S. Destiny Laboratory module. So there's different modules for different things. There's the habitat module. There's the mm. there's the labs. There's probably the evacuant module. There's the maintenance the module. Area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Japanese astronaut Soichi Noguchi continued his stem cell research. Mm. Um, so we're talking about... Uh, you know, just making sure that we can fully understand the genetic changes in space. Um, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You skipped a sentence. You skipped a, a phrase in there that's kind of important. What? To enable organ growth. I was going to get organ into that. growth. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that's the thing we can skip. I need to. He trying to put it on the table. You went in on growing organs. I'm trying you went to an organ I, farm. Yes, dude. I mean, we're growing organs here on Earth. That's exciting, man. Like, that's the kind of thing that should be on the news every day. Hey, y'all, <laughs> we out here growing organs. That's probably going to make the, the price on the blacklist uh, or in the black market go down. Good. Yeah. Oh, are you paying a lot for kidneys now, Isaiah? Look, man. Hey, I had to do yeah, a lot of stuff here. So. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, for real, for real, Isaiah. You don't, you don't drink, man. You've never had a drink, man. You need to be guarding your kidney, dog. Hey, I have to have my license. They don't want my kidney. I'm good. And your liver. Uh, it's probably yeah, delicious with some fava beans. Oh, oh hey. nice. Sorry, very I mean, nice. It failed on me, so I'm good. Little, little silent silence of the lambs. Um, so yeah, all types of cool experiments going on in space by this team of people uh, that we mentioned before. Once again, uh, their names are Kate Rubens, Victor Glover, Suichi Noguchi, Sergei Rishnikov, uh, Michael Hopkins, Shannon Walker, and Sergei Kudsherchikov as well. Do they all do the same intervals up there or do they do like different rotations? They, from what I understand in previous missions, do different rotations depending on what their uh skill set body oh yeah what their skill set is so your commanders and your xos are going to stay up there longer than mission experts depending on how long the mission takes how much personnel the mission requires so for example um when they were still building the u.s the uss almost almost called it the uss discovery mm -hmm. when they were building <laughs> when they were building the iss the commission or rather the uh the command officers stayed put through the duration of the mission whereas the experts came and went depending on what they needed it for um which is a great segue because this oh, brings wait, before me... you before you transit so uh, yeah. and it's an international crew right yes are they all multilingual i i think some of them are they're all they all have multiple degrees i don't know if all of them speak I imagine the English is the is the common tongue, right? Because on this mission, that, we've got basically that's the question I was coming to. I don't yeah. want them to be like, "Speak American." Be like, "Right, you know, no." Somebody be like, "Hey, may I flex my French muscles with you, or whatever?" 
<laughs> right. I mean, they, it's possible, right? Uh, presently, we've got two folks from Russia, um, someone from Japan, and the rest are Americans. So, you know, right now, I imagine the easiest, but there's been crews where they've had folks from the from the European Space Agency. They've got, um, I don't think they've had any manned flights from the Indian Space uh, Agency, but Japan, Russia, Europe, and U.S. are the, are the oh, and I th- believe China still goes up as probably, well. There's probably, there's probably at least a couple of Chinese astronauts in and out of there. Yeah. They couldn't come up collectively, and maybe I'm wrong, is the name of the building International Space Station, they couldn't come up with a, uh, an overall name for it. That's the third one, bro. Yeah. Because you're forgetting Mir that the Russians had up for, for a little bit, and you're forgetting mm-hmm. Skylab. They tried to go cool. Remember Skylab? Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody remembers Skylab. So the International Space Station is the one that everybody... That's what they settled on. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what did you suggest? Why? What do you have? What do you have in mind, Len? What do you? Suggest? I don't have a suggestion. It's just I I just wouldn't no, imagine. Like, now, Len. I mean, if you're gonna if, if they're gonna have like contests for like you know creating toilets, they could come up with like some kind of like naming contest. Name the International Space Station. I mean, well, International Space Station is accurate, so there's that. Hang on, hang on. What were you saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My commander speaking. Hang on a second. Go ahead. So that's how you get Spacey McSpace face. You can't ask the people. Yeah, you're right. Okay. (laughs) All right, so you don't have to ask the people. Then you just ask, like, you know, some of the the best um, astronauts, uh, you know, marketing firm or something. Word. The the fun part is trying to find them on social media. So if you don't know, the ISS is uh, visible online. 24 7 365 they've got a they've got a camera just fixed on earth and you can see it as it goes proving that it's round first and Perfect foremost and all <laughs> but also ain't nobody falling off that joint you know i mean um but also you should try finding them on social media on i think on instagram they're iss but on twitter they're space station so you really have which is even less <laughs> thrilling what? than the international yeah but the, the space station's Twitter is at space underscore station. You know why? Hard to find. They weren't even the first and one. It, and here's why: because some dumbass that was like <laughs> a, a DJ or something was like DJ Space Station. He came up with it first, so now he's his <laughs> Twitter. His, so when everybody's no, looking for that, it's just some goofball ass boy in 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 Wyoming that he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get this first, DJ Space Station." Ha ha. Get out of here. I'm gonna see I'm I'm gonna see who is at ISS on Twitter. Cause that's yeah. the that's the jerk face right there. It's probably porn. I, ISS. Or somebody wants to be ISIS. Somebody only fans. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Dante wow. knocking on the window. Like, you know. What is it? Hey. What is huh. it? Not, Not international space space. Fuck you. Uh, man, you ain't got like, no come problems, off, man. Come off that domain then, dog. You don't need this. What is you doing? Like, it's what private, too? Boy. Like, what even is this? Oh, what see, all right, so most likely that was probably a person that made it ISF on purpose, so then NASA could probably hit them up uh, and try and mm-hmm. find them out. But no, of course, course. That's what they do. I got it for sale. Yeah, people do that. Yeah. That hits me where I live. That's why I'm ghouls next without the E mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's painful. Yeah, feels, 
Yeah. And that's why we had to go to court for four years. So like hey. this stuff, this stuff happens. Hey, but who won that shit though? Who won that shit though? Who won it? So I guess we need to show NASA how it's done. That's what Word. we're saying. We gotta show them how it's done. Hey, put NASA. a similar charge of NASA. I promise a new Bermuda by 2024. Woo! <laughs> Woo! You mean we ain't got no money? I'm like, no, hey, we tell hey, everybody hey, about Boom Baby. Hey, and I ain't hey. going out like Kennedy. Hey, hey, get that fool on the phone. Yo, look here. You better put some money on my on my on my books. Trying to take over the moon right now. Tell me I got $35. That's at least three washcloths and a tuba tang. What you mean we ain't got no money? We cheese steaks for everybody. <laughs> um, yes, Lance, the different modules do have different names. I mentioned the U.S. Destiny Laboratory module. There's also the Kibo Laboratory module, which is where uh, astronaut Noguchi is, is operating out of. Um, so it almost looks like each of these modules corresponds with the different uh, nations Nation that have name. folks up there as well, um, which is cool. This way you don't have to worry about it. This way you know if you float over to the, Co- to the Kibo module, you got to get your Japanese together. That's how Can't I would do it. it. You gotta take your shoes off. You gotta take your shoes off. You gotta kill yourself. That's a coup. Take your shoes off. You shouldn't be having shoes on in space. No way. It's matter with you. Having shoes on in my house. Take your shoes. You better take your shoes off in my space house. Do they take shoes? Do they not pack shoes when they, you know, load them into the shuttle? I know they're in full suits, and the suits probably have feet, so they don't need shoes when they leave. They don't need anything for like the bottom. Right. So you definitely. I don't. Yeah. They they just just space. Or no, they got they the boots. The You're not they walking. They got boots. They got boots for when you come in. They got boots. So you don't think they're wearing Nikes? No, no they're, they're not. They're not, they're not going to see no feet. They definitely ain't wearing Nikes. They got but New Balance. They're wearing socks. He said New Balance. They got New Balance. Probably. New Balance. They're not walking. Lena, I want you to running. I want you to bring it work out. Maybe the workout. That's it, though. They don't wear them. They only wear them for working out. You don't wear your your shoes in a space station. First rule on a space station: you don't wear shoes. Yeah, take your shoes station. off. Len, there's a no, specific rule number two: out. keep your socks on. Yeah, because we can't have you know what I mean floating around. Yeah, no ash flakes. No <laughs> oh, what? No but I want you to pull up a specific photo. The link is in the, the outline that I have. It's the one under current experiments. It's a great photo of Michael Hopkins oh, and Victor Glover. Over? No. It's a great oh. photo of Michael Hopkins and, and Victor Glover, um, who I want to get into in, in well, I want whose whose career I want to get into in just a little bit. But it's the particular image of Michael Hopkins looking like he belonged on a Megan Thee Stallion video somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> running with Cardi B the way he's all caked out in this in this picture. <laughs> he's like, there's some astro in this house. He's like, astros in this house. Astros in this house. Astros in this house. <laughs> Just caked up on a Thursday. <laughs> he's doing it for the gram. Doing it for the gram. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Wet Astro Pilot. Right? <laughs> and you know what it really is? It's probably a diaper. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm be working the <laughs> no, eight hour shift. No, so son, I got my diaper on. That's cake delicious. You know, astronauts got to be in peak physical condition. Your boy squats. <laughs> And, and that pocket is full. I, I do my. I, I will say he has a lot in that pocket. That pocket is not empty. So, no, so he it is not pocket. The brother too. Even in the bottom corner, just over the stream, you can see bruh got stuff in his pocket too. So you ain't wrong. So speaking of bruh, I like I'm glad that you pointed him out. Yep, I'm glad you pointed out. You need to watch that. Space. Yes, you need to watch in space. Um, he's flexing though. He's flexing. Cell phone, right? No, what are they gonna, how are they going to use a cell phone in space? What towers are they going? Mac, I'm, gonna hit I'm you. sorry, you, you don't think the towers get a signal from a satellite? You don't no. think space got the best reception? It doesn't. Six G, son. I have been back six G. They're the only ones who get great connection out of anybody. And they're on AT&T. They're the only ones. We're the closest <laughs> ones to the towers. Oh, I mean, God. the satellites. Excuse me. It's like it is the towers are in space. The satellites are in space. Yeah, you know every tower gets a signal from a satellite, right? So, yes, they're in space. Yes, it's a different <laughs> level of orbit, but they're still the fucking closest. Yeah, you, you know what? Technically, could have a satellite phone. I love no, clearly, no, clearly, no, y'all no. don't know how cell phones work. That's clearly this is what this conversation is telling me. That's what this. But is maybe their, but maybe their phones go in space station mode, right? Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> they're not on AT and T. They on ISSNT. <laughs> so we already know how they do all work. They can't put it on because then they'll they'll fall right out of space. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, this thing stop moving. Hold on, hold on. Don't they got the internet? They up there watching Sam from the sun. That's all they doing. Um, um, I, they do they do not have Wi-Fi. <laughs> they have a, another probably more I'm starting a petition. I want them why I want them to have Wi-Fi. We gotta make that a priority. <laughs> we gotta get them Wi-Fi. They need Netflix. They, 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 got laser, they got laser disc and a VHS up there. That'd be good. Right. They listen to the mix. <laughs> they, they listen to the mixtapes. Billy the mixtapes. Hey, we should have the tape for this show. Music. Wait. Wait, you can't listen to tapes in space because if that shit gets jammed and it comes, y'all, 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 younger millennials don't know about the cassettes coming unravel. But that yeah, is a whole. Yeah. That's why you got the pencil. That's why you got number two pencils. You got your space pencil. You got your ballpoint pens up there. You can do it. Yeah, that's why they created ballpoint pens. Yeah, Len, that's why they created ballpoint. We want to take this. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking about wanting this thing with a pencil. Oh, I got ball. I hate y'all so much. Hey, 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 Lance said, the real question is, would they have iPhones or Android? I mean, a Galaxy? I feel like yeah, they have Android. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah, have Android. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, it's definitely a, they definitely have Androids up there. 
and their phones that are uh, more. Yeah, because God forbid action. something happens, you know Apple ain't sending no update. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Apple ain't sending no update. They be on the phone with all so, they be on the phone nah. with Apple Care, like, yeah, uh, my phone brick. Oh, that's not too bad. One, we can't make it to the closest Apple store. Hey, I don't know where the closest damn Apple, Apple store now. <laughs> Did yeah. you do an Apple PlayStation? <laughs> you, you know what they got Apple with? I actually figure on the left hand side. I actually figure expert says, oh, actually, yes, you can listen to cassette tapes in space. Haven't you seen Apollo 13? This is the second space movie that he's referenced. What actually happens in space. I actually figure well, expert, I, mean, I love you. Is a, is but a, I need you to check yourself real fast. <laughs> I need you to think about this. Oh, <laughs> there's movies, dog. There's movies. There's movies. movies. It was based on actual events. It's not like you said Speaking. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> My father is a planet. What? <laughs> For all of those of you who've asked why I don't. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who ask why I don't teach, <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, uh, this is why uh, Commander Google says astronauts don't have personal cell phones, but phones are used on the ISS as part of Spheres experiment. The spheres are the synchronized position, hold, engage, uh, reorient uh, experimental satellites are small free-flying robots that maneuver with CO2 thrusters inside the space station. So mm-hmm. it's almost like phones. I said that shit already. That's crazy. I said satellite phones. I said satellite phone because oh. they have phones that use the satellite. Y'all just don't want to listen now. Yes. Thank you. Second rule, keep slots on. <laughs> slide to the point Mac. I, I, I knew that much. Line, line dances in space. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's wild. Speaking of, uh, well, I can't even find a good segue. I had a good segue until you chuckleheads started cutting up. Now it's gone. I want to talk about Commander Victor. Yes, Commander Victor Jerome Glover Jr. Victor J. Glover. Mm-hmm. Um, is the second in command on this mission. Uh, Reading from NASA's site, he was selected as an astronaut in 2013 while serving as a legislation fellow in the United States Senate. What? He is currently serving as a pilot and second in command on the Crew-1 SpaceX Crew Dragon named Resilience, which launched about a month ago, November 15th, 2020. It is the first post-certification mission of SpaceX's crew um, Dragon spacecraft, the second crewed flight for that vehicle, and a long duration mission upon the, upon the ISS. You'll also serve as flight engineer on the ISS as well. Uh, he is a California native and holds 
a bachelor's of science in general engineering, a master's of science in flight test engineering, a master's of science in systems engineering, and a master of military operation art and science. What the fuck is that? Glover oh, is a naval aviator. Right. He is a naval avi aviator and a test pilot in the FA-18 Hornet, Super Hornet, and EA-18G Growler. Your man holds one, two, three, four, four degrees. What, right? One, two, three, four degrees, three of which are postgraduate. Basically, astronauts are, are like the super overachievers of humanity. Because ain't none of them, you can't just be like, oh, I'm an astronaut, right? You know, you have to be versed in several different things before you can even get into that training. Apparently he like the, just just the fellowship at the Senate? Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah and this dude's not real. <laughs> He's totally real. Was grown in a lab. He totally was like, real. We need the most amazing dude ever. It was like all right, I need Captain America before because he's not, he's not from here. So the Word. best part about this is as follows. Victor Glover has given the accolade of being the first African-American stationed on the International Space Station. I use that specifically because he is not just one. He is not the only. He is one of several Black astronauts or Black astronauts, as I call them, who have laid hands on the ISS. I actually did some digging today and did some research in terms of who has helped. And we've got the likes of folks of Robert Kerbeam, who holds a record for most spacewalks in an entire uh, mission, right? Robert Kerbeam is a fucking rock star. He was on uh, shuttle missions 98 and 116. Uh, is that him there behind me? There he is, there's your boy. He's like, what? You need something fixed outside? Hold on, let me get my suit. <laughs> That's you know what? I heard he was always outside because he had personal beef with another astronaut, but he didn't like talking about it. Nah, it was literally because he's the only one that was like, I'll do it. <laughs> he was the only I'll one qualified, it. certified? I think they were all qualified and certified, but EVA or, or what is it? Extra external vehicle activity, if I got that acronym right. Gabe, you, you good at that kind of stuff. Fact, fact check me on it before Len takes delight and find EVA something. EVA now. <laughs> um, going outside takes more out of you than normal, right? Because obviously you're in space. So you have to wear suits so you can live and 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 whatnot. But also that, that suit weighs. Like that's a bulky suit. It's heavy. Um, so what you're saying, he was he was built for this life they wasn't. That's what you're saying. Hey, Kerbeam, extravehicular activity. I was right. Hey, sometimes I get shit right. I'm with it. Um, thank you. Thank you, XO. I appreciate you. Um, next up we have Stephanie Wilson, who probably has the most missions under her belt. Stephanie Wilson, Stephanie Wilson flew in STSs 121, 120, and 131. So it's three missions under her belt that she's flown. Let me get a good look at Stephanie. Is she cute? She cute. She's a tiny lady too. <laughs> when you see her mission photos, everyone she looks like someone's kid that they brought along. Yeah, she does look I love 13. It. Like, hold on a second, child. 
She done been Yo. in space three times. How is your black Doogie Hauser ass nine years old in space three times? Get the she fuck said, out of here. She said, that's what I do. Next stop, next stop, we got Joan Higginbotham. Joan Higginbotham flew in uh, space or the shuttle mission 116. Uh, you might remember that from uh, Robert Kerbeam. Uh, shuttle mission 116 was the first time there was not one but two black astronauts on the same crew. Uh, Joan Higginbotham looks like she should be on the cover of Dynasty Magazine. Don't she look like a Texas debutante? She, she, I, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, all right, she, yeah, 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 I hate y'all so much. Next up, (laughs) we have Alvin Drew. Alvin Drew. What did he draw? He drew on missions 118 and 133. Mm -hmm. Now that's the one right there. You know, people are killed for that jaw. It's incredible. He does. <laughs> he does look like Black Mr. Incredible, though. Yeah. He really does. Yo, cuz. Somebody really went does. to a door was like, Yo, I want this smile. <laughs> I want to look like this. That's a complexion. My, and, and next up is probably my favorite. Uh, we got Leland Melvin, who I who I mentioned last year, I believe I talked about Leland. Yes, uh, we did. Yeah. He was on the shuttle mission 122 and 129. Uh, Leland Melvin is currently the head of the, do you think he's the administration administer or the uh, admi- education administrator for NASA? Um, he also was uh, a professional football player. Your man played for the Detroit Lions for, for a spell oh, there. Okay. Yeah. And he's got it. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Yeah. I recognize that boy. Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah, how you go from? Yeah, yeah, he's not real. Yeah, because the, the Detroit Lions <laughs> wasn't doing nothing, so he said, "Well, I'm, you, you, know, know, you know, know what? I got something better to do with my time." For real, I see y'all later. Yeah, we trying to resign you now. I'm good. I'm gonna go up here in space. I y'all see y'all. Y'all ain't doing that. Uh, fun fact about Leland Melvin: when training he's for got his the first blackest name ever, right? <laughs> when training for his um his space shuttle excursion. You know, all the astronauts go through uh, suit training in uh, underwater so they can get an idea yeah. uh, what it's like. I mean, it's not the same, obviously, but it gives you just a, a general idea of what it's like. Um, and they, of course, go through a series of checks before they submerge just to make sure everything's running properly. Well, apparently they have uh, special earbuds that enable you to not only hear mission control and folks on the station itself, but also prevent um, any severe fluctuations in pressure from damaging your ear canals as well. And his, his suit tech dropped the ball on his left ear and said that it was in there properly and it wasn't. And they submerged him. And he said the last thing he heard was someone in mission control asking him if he was okay. And the next thing he realized he was being resuscitated. Um, because his eardrum shattered and he passed out from the pain. And to this day, he has to, you know, talk to people. If someone's on this side, he has to kind of turn and and talk. But he still went to space. 
still went to space. That's right. Y'all gonna keep the down. One ear. Still went to all space. All by myself. And, and please the piano. And he plays I mean, piano. And he plays piano. He's a brilliant pianist, by the way. His his IG is pretty sweet. It's it's pretty dope. Um, and last but certainly not least, we have Robert Satcher, who also flew on shuttle mission twenty nine with <laughs> Leland Melvin. <laughs> he looks like Papa. Hey. Mookie's cute with him little, him little, him little face. Hey, no, no, I take my picture with the gloves on. Man. Yeah. And Man. his gold helmet. Everyone else had just black. Word. Man, that dude is 15 minutes older than you. Stop it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, real talk. I'm Pop-Pop. He looks like Pop-Pop. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what Pop-Pop looks like. I know what Pop-Pop when I see one guy. <laughs> Dude, he was on the corner. Tell me you don't look six, like he's seven. sitting on the sitting on the corner and do the right thing. <laughs> Sunflower seed. Come out so what I tell you, lung, young blood. <laughs> see, 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 this this is what I'm talking about. When I was doing this, huh? We only could stay on the shuttle. They ain't got a chance to get off the shuttle, go sit down, chill in the lab. We ain't had none of that. When I was coming up, you're welcome. Huh? Uh. You got suction in your toilet, boy? Oh, y'all got it easy. Y'all need to go back to space in my day. When you hold on with aluminum foil and a fork. Well, y'all don't know nothing. I tell you about space, damn it. Y'all know shit. Going to bed with all your technology and computers. I had a calculator and an abacus, boy. An abacus. That's what the government gave me in space. An abacus. What kind of shit? <laughs> oh, 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 you riding on rockers? You rockets? That's how you got there? Guess how I got to space? I walked uphill. The <laughs> 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 50 pound air tank I call Bertha. That's how I got to space. Y'all don't even know. George Carmona said he knew Martin Luther the King. He was there. You ain't never met no Martin Luther King. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Fuck me in the chair. We was in space together. <laughs> so if you were keeping track at home, that is not one. What's funny? What is what? Can I yes, Mr. Mr. Bailey? You something you want to share with the rest of class? <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> so if you were keeping track at home, that was not one, not two, but seven. Seven different black astronauts have touched the International Space Station. All of those six astronauts crawled, walked, <laughs> rode mules to the space station so that Victor Glover could get around or, or float, you know, chilling in socks. There you go. So I just, uh, I wanted to highlight that because when he launched last month, everybody was making a big deal about him being the first black astronaut on the space station. And I said, wait a minute, that can't be right. That can't be right. So I did my research and, and found out that, yes, he's the first one serving a mission, but he is not the first person up there because all of those people have uh, helped build it in some capacity. 
um, Robert Kerbeam probably being the one on the on the outside more than everybody else, <laughs> fixing the windows and stuff, putting a fresh coat of paint out there because the, the the space debris gets stuff dingy, looking a little dusty. You always gotta have one that one boy that come fix your stuff. You know what I mean? That's... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hey, Bobby, mm-hmm. Bobby, yo, can you go over here and fix? Can't do it for two dollars. Yeah. All right, look, I'm gonna do it this time, but don't ask me again. Yeah. Didn't I, didn't I just, what's not just out here? How many times I got to tell y'all to strap that? This is why. Can't have nothing. <laughs> exactly. This is why. That's the end of the This is why we can't have nice things. Can't have nice things at all. Can't take you niggas nowhere. <laughs> Sir, this is an international space station. I will ask I you to. <laughs> I don't give a goddamn. I got to put I... this heavy ass on again. Because y'all don't know how to strap the window down. Who moved my squeegee? (laughs) Who moved the button? I left it right here. Y'all gonna stop messing with me. I just had it. Probably go through a lot of duct tape up there. A lot of duct tape. So the mission duration is uh, 46 days, 2 hours, 28 minutes so far. Uh, mission began October 21. That can't be right. That must have been the original launch date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, this. What? This is wrong. Oh no. Yeah. It'll end on April 18th, 2021. Wow. That's a very significant day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So just when the first black man will be coming from space, there will be another momentous thing happening on April 18th. We'll, we'll talk about that in, in the weeks yeah, to come. We're, we're gonna we're gonna dial back to that because I, I definitely want to give us a chance to plug that for sure. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on in the space station right now. Uh, basically, it is a a giant laboratory hurtling itself around the planet and millions of miles an hour, <laughs> millions of miles per hour so that all these good human beings can uh, do science and find ways to better our existence here on Earth and in other atmospheres soon come. Okay, less willing. Yeah, any questions before we move on to stuff a little bit more local? No, because y'all was cutting up a couple minutes ago. Y'all had all kinds of all shit right, to say. But now that I give you a minute, everybody quiet. Artificial gravity is a thing. I'm, I'm just saying. It could be all right, so if you got twins in space and you cut one, how much the other one bleed? <laughs> not at all, because that's not, that's not how that works. <laughs> if they had the, Zaymok and um, Tomas, what is? Wow. There. <laughs> <laughs> I went Zaymot. You went Tomax and Zaymot. Well done, sir. Yes, I did. Well done. Trust me, he pulled that out his ass too. (laughs) (laughs) Pulled it all the way out. I know somebody knew who I meant. (laughs) He he dug into the cargo pocket on that one. He said, "Yeah." He was like, "Hold on a second." (laughs) No, I bet you them pockets is bigger on the inside. I'm telling you, NASA (laughs) got that technology. technology. I'm sure they do. You pull a whole wrench out the joint. And it's like, yo, was that 14 inches? 16, dog. Like, yeah. No, they built that off of purses. Because every woman, you know, everyone's purse is deep like that. That's what they learned that from. They're like, yo, how much stuff you have in there? 
and that's what they and then they spit that into a pot. They they gave us back right there. Gave us proof of my point. She like, I pulled it out of my purse. Right out the cargo pot. With me just in case. Security system. You need a wrench for what? Okay, I got one. I got, hold on, hold on, hold on. Moving out of tissue. You don't know, you got to throw a wrench. Somebody's working and somebody playing. Sometimes, yo, you never know you got to throw a wrench. If you could throw a wrench, you can throw a ball. I'm trying you to know. tell you. You never know when you need that skill set. Yeah, you think axe throwing is, is, is useful? So being I was going to say, because this definitely fits in my purse. I told you, look. That's where they got that technology from. They had to go far for it. They just like, oh, somebody's wife this was sitting there like, pull that out, and it's wrong. Oh, like, they not even thinking that when they see it. They just be like, oh, I asked the wrong chick for her number. That's all they think. You, know I mean? <laughs> you would, you would think, you would think. Time out. Story time. Story time. I have a, I have a special accent. I have in a holster that I keep on a, on a, on a belt specifically for it. Right, and I was out. I haven't named her because I was breaking axes when I when I got it and I didn't want to name it and then lose it. So she is nameless for now. Um, I thought about calling her Queen Latifah, though. I wasn't sure. Anyway, um, so I was on a holster on a specific belt in case I'm wearing a pants with no belt loops. Right. And I forgot it was on my hip. It was wintertime. I had a big coat on, rushed out the job, tried to make it to the bar. I mean, and. I forgot I had it on until I took my coat off. And I was like, oh, and it was busy that night. So I couldn't just like calmly put it in my purse. I had to like flag the bartender and say, hey, look, come here. He's like, hey, you want your usual? And I said, yes, but I need you not to freak out. Why? What's going on? Listen, I need you not. of arm. <laughs> I need you not to freak out. Why? What's going on? What happened? What'd you see? See, this is the exactly the opposite of what I asked you not to do. Yeah, All right, right. right. What's going on? Now you know what I do. Yes, I, I I may or may not have forgotten to leave my axe in my locker. Oh shit! Shut the fuck. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. So I come and because it, it was on a belt, so it's not like I could just take it off and put it somewhere. I had to take the belt oh, off, and there is no there is no quiet clandestine way to take a belt off. It makes noise, okay? And where it is, I took my belt off. And I, I tried to put it in my purse. And he was like, yo, can I see it? And I was like, you got to promise not to freak out. And no sooner did those words come out of my mouth that the two dudes on either side of me was like, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 they said, oh, shit, shorty got an axe. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was Conversation like, oh. time. <laughs> oh damn ma I was going to say something but now I'm scared I'm still going to say something because you know what I mean but now I'm going to be like over here and say something I said I can't stand y'all so you would think that a, a random woman brandishing an axe <laughs> in a bar would be enough to give her a wide space I couldn't shake people all night it was wild no, I'm sure you're wild. very popular I mean I love I your to, cutlery. Tell me more. I yeah. had to pay for drinks that night, so that was nice. That's always a pleasure. Right. <laughs> Not having to come out of pocket for, for that kind of thing. So, speaking of out of pocket, there is nothing more out of pocket, astronomically speaking, than a conjunction. 
and a conjunction is occurring as I'ma just have this conversation with Gabe. I'ma just talk to I'm Gabe. I'm Gabe is listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but thank you. So what's happening right now? As we speak, Triple Nation, I don't know if you've noticed, if you've been looking up at the night sky recently, but Saturn and Jupiter are getting really close as far as we're concerned, obviously. <laughs> Yo, how you shower? <laughs> Oh, you know. Let me see one of them rings. Saturn be like, my density is is so such that I can float in a bathtub. (laughs) That's how I shower. I don't shower. I take baths. I float. I float. float Saturn be like, like, I like your moons. (laughs) I like float on. Doom, doom, doom. Float off, float off. Doom, doom, doom. All right. <laughs> so if you have been looking up and you've noticed that these two celestial bodies are getting closer and closer. Um, closer it, than close. And you hear the very oh, light come off down the street. I hear this. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Is you finished or you're done? But are you done? <laughs> I have watched from the mountain. <laughs> I have not mountain. abused. <laughs> you trust your future and technology, <laughs> you are God. <laughs> I will not have it. You hear me? I will not you have, have it. You <laughs> Definitely call that man. Who cannot protect his father. <laughs> Could not even keep his father safe. Mm, Winston Duke. This boy. Anyway, um, of course, we know the difference between planets and stars when we view them in the night sky. Eric, what's the difference? How do you tell the difference between a planet and a star if you're looking up? Planet is flat. No. Stars are on fire. <laughs> okay, obviously, that's the difference from the metaphysically. But how can we? I'm gonna ask somebody else. I'm not even dealing with you, Dante. How do we tell the difference between the, you're a planet? The wrong way. I, was like, <laughs> I, like, I, the I wrong knew you was asking the wrong one. It was like they the both wrong way. Look, whatever lights up, I look up. It's lighting up. All right, that's cool. That's lighting up. That's and as long as nobody goes turn that switch off outside, I'm good. You know. That's what I was gonna say. Stars have five points round planets around. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even gonna right. give you a thing right. to it. You put a star on the top of a Christmas tree. Wow. All right, Charlie. Stars, stars twinkle, planets don't. Thank you. Exactly. This do you know I didn't why what he said? Stars twinkle and planets don't. So if yeah. you're looking up, the difference is stars twinkle and planets do not. 
Oh, so that's why yeah, like it's Twinkle, solid, Twinkle, like, Little Star. And not Twinkle, that Twinkle, helps you remember the Little difference. Mars. Okay, all right. I got yeah, you. Yeah, if, if that's, yes, that's why. That, that's why nobody says Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so, stars twinkle because they not only give off their own light, but also what we see as a twinkle is actually their own um, celestial bodies moving in front of them. So it's kind of like mm. having a having a light in front of you and having something pass in front of it. That light still remains, but as something silhouettes it, it's going to flicker depending on your distance and how big that object is and all that fun stuff. Planets are not only in our system, so they're not far enough away for that to occur, but they also don't generate their own light. They reflect the light of our sun. So Jupiter is going to be more readily visible anyway because it's the largest planet in the solar system. Uh, so if you go outside and look up right now, well, not right now, but in like half an hour, <laughs> you'll see that planets standing to Jupiter are like real close. They would be getting yelled at at a Catholic school grade, Catholic grade school dance. That's how close they are. Back away, Jupiter. Save room for Jesus. I mean, I'm, just, man, I'm trying to get this dance real quick. What you doing? You know what I mean? Like you ain't dance with nobody else. You must be waiting. <laughs> Jupiter, you so crazy. <laughs> now, here, all of this, all of this, and it's not over. We, this has been on display for a couple months now, uh, getting mm. closer and closer. But it will come to fruition on December 21st at the equinox. All right, on December 21st. Jupiter and Saturn, which are actually separated by more than 400 million miles, are expected to appear closer to each other That's in the night funny. sky. <laughs> closer to each other in the night sky than they have for centuries. About 800 years is the last time they've looked this close. Uh, seen it wow, that's like Pond Far. Damn. All right, go ahead. It's worse. That's like generational Pond Far. <laughs> um, seen at the right hour. Whether by telescope or the naked eye, the, ga the gas, the gas, the gas, the gas giants will be separated by roughly a fifth of the diameter of the typical full moon. So as big as a full moon is, Saturn and Jupiter will be that much closer together as far as we can see. At this proximity, the planets will appear to touch or even form one large brilliant star in the sky. So mm. it's really, uh, conjunctions happen quite frequently. So it's not exactly something that is rare uh, as far as uh, feats are concerned. However, this is the first time that they've been this close uh, as far as our perception is concerned, as I said, for about eight centuries. Um, so it's a neat little thing. You can go outside when, you, when you're done with the show tonight, take a look, take a gander. Um, if you're having hard times finding Jupiter and Saturn in your night sky, I recommend downloading Google Sky Map. Uh, it's a great tool to get you oriented in your constellations and um, settles a whole bunch of arguments as well. If you're ever in looking up with somebody else and they like, nah, that ain't no big dipper. That's Cassiopeia. Right. <clears throat> That's not a planet. Planets is too far away. It's a planet. <laughs> I promise you that's a planet. Um, so yeah. Questions, concerns, comments? Um, Does anyone right, have so any when you pooping, can you turn up the vacuum or is it just a steady suction level? Any questions, concerns, comments about Jupiter or Saturn? 
I don't, I only have a comment, but it's not about that. I just seen this article for the Asian American who's going up. His Navy SEAL and doctor will be joining the 2024 NASA moon, moon mission. Can you say all that again? But yeah, my who doing here. what? <clears throat> Asian American who is Navy SEAL and doctor will join 2024 NASA moon mission. What's his name? Johnny Kim. All right. Say the man's name. Well, that was Asian the title of the article. That was name. That was the title of the article. It wasn't. I didn't. I didn't write this. I'm just reading what it says here. Um, there's another black woman going for the You gotta be to be a Navy SEAL doctor astronaut. They're all above. Yeah. You could be a doctor too. So they're all like that. They're all like that. Side hustle. Um, yeah. Randy, I'm the first three degrees. Is Dr. Astronaut. <laughs> yeah, that's Randy. Dr. Astronaut to you. Randy, I would think that you would all, you would appreciate this because it sounds like they all are vying for a role in the sequel to Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> yes! Oh my God, Johnny Kim is Buckaroo Banzai! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, but wait a minute. Why you gotta be? Why you gotta be uh, Johnny Kim? Why can't it be my man Glover? I don't know. Buckaroo Banzai sounds a little bit more Asian to me. Sorry. I mean, Can't and look. and Buckaroo Banzai was half Japanese, no. so yeah, exactly. But uh, Glover could be his psych. That could be his partner, Perfect Tommy. Because obviously, mm-hmm. look at that, <laughs> bro. Somebody get me Johnny Kim on the phone right now. You want me? You want me to finish reading this? Or you, you, yes. Okay. Uh, everything about this man. So his name was announced as part of. His name was announced as part of NASA's Artemis team, a team of eighteen astronauts who will help pave the way for the next astronaut missions on and around the moon as part of the Artemis program, according to a press release by the space agency. The team is evenly split between men and women, and we'll see NASA landing the first woman along with the next man on the moon in 2024 with the larger goal of establishing a sustainable human presence on the moon by the end of the decade. Even NASA announces Kim's credentials are ridiculous. NASA has since uploaded a series of videos on YouTube about each member of the Artemis team, and Kim's stellar credentials have definitely not gone unnoticed in the space agency. Kim had initially started off as a seaman recruit. He then went, then went to sign up for two years of grueling SEAL training before finally becoming a full-fledged Navy SEAL. During that time, he was deployed in Iraq as a part of SEAL Team 3, where he served a combat met sniper and navigator during his tour of duty. After his Navy SEAL career, he decided to become a doctor. He subsequently attended the University of San Diego, where he graduated summa cum laude and went off to Harvard Medical School. He then graduated from Harvard in 2016 and was selected by NASA to join the astronaut cadet class in 2017, as such a voiceover can be heard in a video saying. And as for Kim's own experience with NASA, his profile on the Space Agency's website describes as such. Kim reported for duty in August 2017 and completed two years of training as an astronaut cadet. Training including technical and operational instruction in International Space Station systems, extravehicular extravehicular activities, EVA operations, T-38 flight trainings, robotics, physiological training, expeditionary training, field geology, water and wilderness survival training, and Russian language proficiency training. He is currently awaiting the flight assignment. Look at him. Look at there he is. Look at Johnny Kim. He looked like Buckaroo Banzai. As soon as he gets back, uh, he's getting a call. That's him. All the money in the world. We're about to make all this money right now. 
Uh, in, in addition to Johnny Kim in the Artemis mission, we have uh, a returning vet, Stephanie Wilson, will return to space. And, she's um, going back up. She's going back up. She's going back Put up. It. And we have Jessica Watkins. <laughs> we have Jessica Watkins as well. She will be joining. This will be her first flight up okay, there. Jessica Watkins hasn't been up yet. Um, from what I understand, Victor, Victor Glover will be joining this crew as well. Um, there's lots of cool folks here. And um, I just want to mention Scott Tingle. Because <laughs> he's an astronaut and he'll be going to the moon. His last name is Tingle. Scotty Tingle. Scotty Tingles. Scotty Tangles. Tingle tangle sound. Oh yeah. It's money, 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 but no, no one's seen Pete Dragon but me. Okay, great. Sorry. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yeah. yeah, just um, that there's there is Jessica Watkins. Jessica Watkins. Yeah. Give the lady her due. There she goes. Do astronauts Hashtag not age? Like do they just stop age? Does like going in space make you stop aging? Pretty much. No, it does the opposite. You age faster. I, I don't believe that. Because the, the first Joan, Stephanie, she maybe she's 10 and now she looks 15. That's why she looks... That's not a grown person. That's from that's from back in the uh, early... That was from her first mission, though. She doesn't look like that anymore. She wasn't grown then. <laughs> yeah, but you age so faster. So that's her first mission. And now this is how she looks when she's going there. <laughs> oh, my God. She's going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. We're fighting. We're fighting. Um, but to the overachiever point, we're bringing up uh, Robert Kerbeam again. He has a Bachelor's of Science in uh, aerospace engineering from the United States Naval Academy, okay? Mm. Not just anybody's uh, BS in uh, aerospace no, engineering, the Naval Academy. Which they gave? Not your mama's aerospace technology. Nope. Um, he also has a master's of science in aeronautical engineering from the Naval Postgraduate School and a master's degree in ast uh, astronautical engineering from the Naval Postgraduate School. So not only was he, oh, he's a member of the Naval Academy Alumni Association and the Association of Old Test Pilot, Best Developmental Thesis Award. Like all of these people are miles and miles above what the rest of us do on an everyday basis. Some people go to school, you know, they get one degree, you know, a couple years later when they've been able to recover from that trauma, they might go back and get another one, but not these people. No, no, they get everybody's got degrees. That's what it's like. <laughs> those keep me warm at night. Those degrees. Yeah, right. Seriously. Yo, I'm about to go ahead and get one of these degrees real quick. You want one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah bring me that one, dog. It's a little cold in here. I mean, let me let me go get an extra degree or two. These degrees real quick. Like, I'm gonna I need do that. that. Just got one. Like, can you go degree. outside for a minute? Oh, that's right. You're a fucking Navy SEAL. Yes, of course you can go outside. You know what? <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's not the first thing I would think of saying to an astronaut, to a black astronaut, no less. Because we've all we've all seen how astronauts throw hands. We all remember 
I damn sure was ready. I was like, you know what? If I have another child, I'm naming him or her Aldrin just for seeing 85-year-old Buzz Aldrin punch that boy <laughs> in his mouth. Just for that reason. Gabe, do you know about that? No. So, fun story. Um, Buzz Aldrin was like had just written a book or something a few years back and was on like a college tour. And this this dude, this dingle, you already know what he looks like. Okay, starts harassing Buzz Aldrin at the hotel that he's staying at. And out front, the bellhop was like, I'm sorry, this hotel's only for patrons. Like, you can't come in here. He's like, Oh, I got the presidential suite. One of those guys. Okay. So he comes up to Buzz Aldrin and he's like, How do you feel? How does it feel to lie to the American people? How does it feel to be a liar? How do you feel about lying to generations of Americans if there's nobody was on the moon? And his assistant, who was like, 2.8 feet tall was like, homie, you don't want this. She tried to tell him. She was like, yo, I need you to fall back. You don't want to watch it. And as soon as he starts letting them L words fly, he's like, you're a liar. She said, <laughs> she stepped back and Buzz said, huh, you feel good? You feel good about yourself right now? And he was like, I just want to know why you're lying. You shouldn't be on lecture tours if you're out here lying. And he popped his blazer button, which you know is the universal indicator mm. to you about to get either told by yourself or introduced to some other people, Bill and Bobby. You know what I mean? He popped his button and he looked at the bull and the bull kept running his mouth and Buzz Lightyear was like, uh, Buzz Lightyear. Because he Buzz was like, Yeah, he was like, Infinity. Buzz Aldrin was like, I do again. And pushed his door right in his face. He went right to sleep. <laughs> he went right to sleep. He was like, yeah, He slumped that ball so hard. It was lovely. Yeah, you can the cool part about it was, like, he let it slide, let it slide. He was like, liar, liar, It was liar. a couple and minutes. Then, and then like, he called I mean, him. He walked away a was, couple times. Yeah, but what it was was he called him a coward. Yeah. And when he called him a coward, he was like, boop. And the ball was like, <laughs> <laughs> like three days later, they scraped him off the ground. It was, oh, man, it was That's beautiful. what he wanted, though. That's why he kept he talking. Hit, yeah. He hit him with the with the OG from around the way, somebody's pop-pop hit, like, Thing though, huh? What'd you say? No, no, I just want to like didn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> just yeah, uh, it was that was he was like, was... okay, you're asking for it, you're asking for it. His you're assistant was for... if 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 his assistant had been a black girl, she'd have been like, homie, I'm trying to tell you, I'm helping you, boo boo. <laughs> boo boo, fall back because you don't want this, you don't want it. Um, so anyway, that happened. Yeah. And hard. why, and why Buzz Aldrin is still the national champion? Because <laughs> you know, it was galactic hands, <laughs> intergalactic hands, extra planets, orbital orbital skibbity paps. <laughs> I like to hope that that dude's balls when like when they saw him after that they was like, "Bruh, I I told you." I told you not to do that. Like, at least one of them was like, you remember when you said you was going to go confront Buzz Aldrin? And I was like, that's probably not a good idea, man. He's been in space. And you was like, nah, he ain't been in space. He's a liar. And I'm going to tell him about this. And they was like, they was having it over drinks. And he was like, all right. See what happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Came back later with a lump on his head. <clears throat> I told and, you. A, and, a, and a Bruce Ego woke up looking 
Why don't you swear in the Bible that you walked on the moon? Please. Why don't you swear in the Bible that you walked on the moon? I'm not trying to get you the tell him to get out of here? This is a hotel. We'll call right, we, the police. So we pay. Come on in here. We'll call the police. On you like that? Why don't you swear in the Bible that you walked on the moon? I, it doesn't, sir. I, don't, I have nothing to do with this. But okay. You cannot solicit on this property. We just paid right now, to rent out the penthouse to shoot up there. So. You can't solicit like this on this keep, keep, keep shooting. All right. Well, then I'd go through my measures. Yeah. You got to keep shooting, man. Okay. Well, you can put it on your shoulder. Don't be shy. You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. Calling the kettle black, if I ever thought of it. Saying Will I you misrepresented get it myself. Away from me. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. Yes. Watch him out. You're a coward. I gotta say, Buzz got some fast hands because that came up quick. I'm gonna have my hand here in this pocket. Oh, the right mouth. All right, cool. He was up there training his space. No, and that dude was balled up. Dude, too. Like yep. all the indicators were there. Yup. If you cool. wanted to pay cool. attention, hold on. This is a man who was not used to physical altercation. He's just saying whatever he likes to individuals. You can tell that by his posture. He was training like Goku in the hyperbolic chamber. He's like, yo, this lightweight stuff on Earth is nothing. I got this. <laughs> I'm back on Earth. <laughs> yo, and, 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 I, and I don't know if he had his old cameras following, but he definitely thought he was making a point. Oh, I'm yeah. going to give it to him because I don't believe the moon landing is real. You liar. How dare you? I'm going to tell you what I think of you. All right, but watch him out. You know what? Did yeah. anybody see Snoop's commentary at the fight? Yeah, like Snoop oh. was really good. <laughs> I went back and watched it on YouTube. Yep. So during Snoop, I mean, uh, during the, the main event, the Tyson fight, he was like, you know, hey, grandmama, they out here in the yard fighting. Like he had jokes, <laughs> but he also said, easy, that's still Mike Tyson in that ring. So you right. have no respect on his name. You know what I mean? So, like, we got, you can joke, but that's still Mike Tyson. <laughs> period. I don't care who you are. Because Snoop ain't that funny. You know what I mean? So that's still Mike Tyson. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, you can be, watch him out. You can be at home talking all the smack about Buzz Aldrin that you want. Do mm -hmm. that Do that in your house with your people. But no, you the fact you will go to his face that, and call him a coward and a liar. That, man. I tell you what I'm not, though. A bitch. <laughs> 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 Uh, with that, oh, he leads into it too. With right. that uplifting nugget, <laughs> I want to introduce a new segment here to Spaceheads called "Keep Looking Up." Like an uppercut. Keep you know up. that, that was a good segment because that man is still looking up to this day. Where was? Where was? Who hit me? Uh huh. Where was that? Like that bull in perpetual fear of Buzz Aldrin, we must remember to keep looking up uh, always, but also during trying times like this one. Of course, as we all know, the pandemic of COVID-19 is still plaguing this country for a number of reasons that I'll leave unsaid for time constraint reasons. Um, but a number of us are going through it right now, and it, it helps to know that there are people out there who not only empathize, but are going through something comparable. What doesn't help is racism, and particularly racism in 
fandoms. Uh, a couple weekends ago on uh, Trek Twitter, because just like there's Black Twitter, there's Trek Twitter, um, there was an altercation. Someone said some racist shit and somebody else called them out on it. And the person who called them out uh, was then harassed by the other person's followers, just barraged with neckbeard nonsense. And I wrote a thing about it for Women at Warp. Uh, I don't know if you've got a chance to see it, but, you know, I'll, it's out there on the Internet. That shit uh, hard. Specifically calling out folks who have a problem with representation, uh, or, or rather, should I say, a more accurate representation of humanity in all of our favorite fandoms. Uh, all this, those of us have probably observed all of our favorite things are becoming more and more diverse as the years go on. And while that's great for those of us in marginalized communities, those of us uh, who aren't in a marginalized community, tend to, some, some of them, I should say, tend to have issue with that. Um, and I just want all of you to remember that no matter how many haters exist on this planet, no matter how many people try to tell you the moon landing wasn't real, no matter how many people try to tell you that the world is flat, no matter how many people try to tell you that black people don't belong in Star Trek, and no matter how many people try to tell you that black people don't belong in space, uh, we all know that to not be true. And I encourage you to look past the haters, look past the BS, and continue to look up. You like that? Listen, and this is this is this is a uh, this is speaking to the modesty of of the storm triple. If y'all ain't read this piece, she went horde on fools. It was ugly. It was violent. Um, a a a, a, a white friend of mine, his eyes started bleeding when he read it. Um, oh he renounced whiteness. And all its forms, and <laughs> you know, it was, it was hard. It was, but it was, it was dope. It's really, really dope. Y'all, y'all need to find that and check it out. It was, well done, well done, sis. Killed that. I appreciate it. It wasn't wasn't as violent as Randy made it out to be, um, but it is applicable for all fourteen forms. white men I know jumped off their roof. Fourteen. No, I can't no, be no. held responsible for that. Um, but the the sentiment is also applicable for. You know, folks experiencing bigotry within the LGBTQIA community, um, folks experiencing sexism, right? All of these, th classism, all of these things are constructs, first and foremost, and do nothing but hold us down. And we've got bigger things to do. We about to go to the moon <laughs> again. We fit to go to Mars. <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? Worried about this. Worried, what you mean worried about these things? We got aliens trying to reach out to us and stuff. You worried about? skin tone shame on you shame on you human beings do better keep looking up yo, yo did you see the ball uh from the israeli uh space program he's like 80 something years old <laughs> we're gonna get into that next week oh, okay all right cool all right no i know exactly where you're going with that that's a whole other show because that's uh who we're gonna be talking about life on other planets being contacted by said life on other planets whether or not we're ready for the Vulcans to hit us up and uh, everything that goes along with it. So it's going to be fun for the final installment of Spaceheads. If you like this, uh, please tweet about it, post about it, use the hashtag Spaceheads2020. 
uh, and put the buzz out there because Tribal Nation just don't stop. Uh, we'll be here next week. You can find this show everywhere podcasts are available. You can find it here on YouTube and on Facebook on the morn. Um, any last thoughts before we close this out? Oh, y'all quiet all of a sudden. Y'all got it all out your systems. Ain't nobody got nothing else to say. No more kick, 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 kick. Right? We I good? I do. I have one question, though. You said the Senate, uh, the the one gentleman Senate. Was it the Intergalactic Senate? I just want to make sure. I want to make sure I get my movie straight now. No. It was Intergalactic. The Galactic Federation, apparently, is what people are calling it. No, I was talking about the Senate where uh, Palpatine was on. You know, that Senate. You know. Yeah, that's the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't yeah, know anything about that. You asked okay, the wrong okay. trouble. Uh, it's wrong saying. Uh, it's wrong saying. Sorry, my bad. My bad. You asking the wrong trouble on that one. <laughs> Friday nights, you can find the Infinity Equation with your boy, the Friday night tonight. Friday night tonight. Friday night tonight. <laughs> the Friday night delight. Uh, Dante here, available everywhere that you find podcasts. You can also find Ghouls Next Door, everyone's favorite Ghouls Next Door, everywhere that you can find podcasts, including. YouTube, you can find the Michelle Mission. Uh, every oh, go to Amalgam Comics and com, Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. The uh, you find you can get your all of your books. They're still doing take up orders. If you live in the area, once you get your your cookies and whatnot on your your baked goods, your coffee confectionaries, and your comics, uh, hit them up over there at Amalgam. Do you have a slide for Michelle Mission, Len? Oh, you can check me out on the away team. <laughs> uh, find us at your away team on social media and everywhere you can find podcasts. You can find women at warp everywhere you find podcasts and on social media at women at warp. Um, Cause you know I mean, I'd be over here trekking, trekking hard, trekking hard. You can find the Michelle mission. I tried to give you a plug. See people try to give me a hard time. Cause they say I'm always mean. I tried to give you a plug. I tried to talk about your little show. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not little. It's not. It's, I peeped his uh his newsletter today. It's, it's fancy, <laughs> fancy stuff. <laughs> fancy stuff with the with the missionaries sure over there. And only only the best lace for Vince apparently. <laughs> <laughs> only the best lace. It Anything else anyone want to add before we before we get up on out again? Nope. All right. Happy belated birthday to baby Jedi Tribble. Rest in peace to Chuck Yeager, who Yeager. passed away this week. Yeah, um, also, happy belated birthday to Chuck Yeager Tribble, Michael Dorn. Happy belated birthday to Shaka Zulu Tribble. Uh, Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Uh, who else was at a birthday earlier this week? A uh, bunch of folks. Next. No, we'll do that next week. Uh... Rest in peace to Tiny Zeus Lister. Yeah, Tiny Lister. Oh, Zeus. Yeah. And Sean Connery. We never mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, that that was wild. We did mention Sean Connery. And we did. Maybe I missed it. Yeah. Tiny Lister, President of Earth. (laughs) President of Earth. That's true. Rest in peace. For the Super Saiyan Tribble, for the Jedi Master Tribble, for the Horror Tribble, for Super Tribble, Dark Joker Zen Tribble, for the Bat Tribble, this is Storm Tribble in parting. We say live long and prosper. Be good. Hailing frequencies closed, Captain. Peace.